It's Saturday the 29th of October and you're here on Sin 90.7. We've raised the platform. Hey everyone. Hello. Hello. So um, first off, it's good to be back. Um, this is Amy speaking and I haven't been on the show in a little while. So it's nice to be back with the team. And today we've got Jaden and Alex. Hello. And we're joined by my friend Michael. Hello. Um, so Michael is here today because we're talking about the topic when illness kind of turns into disability and the lines that are there because we're all part of the disability community, I guess, whether you have an illness or a physical disability or any type of disability. And so we thought Michael would be an awesome person to speak to. Okay. Yeah. Um, look forward to being on the show. Yeah, well, thank you for coming. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Oh, I'm, my name's Michael. I'm 19, turning 20 in about a couple of months. I'm not sure. I can't really count for that many months. Um, wait, doesn't matter. Um, I'm living, living. You live in Victoria. Victoria, yes, I live in Victoria. And I am doing a bachelor of nursing now at ACU University. Cool, very very cool. Um, so I guess um the main. Well, not the main reason we wanted to chat to you today, obviously, as well. Um, but we've also got you on the show because um, you're a cancer patient. Yes, I am. Yes. And we kind of wanted to talk to you about your experience with your illness and your disability. Can you tell us a bit about your illness? I have um, what's called a brainstem glioma. It's a, sort of a cancer in the brain. It's about four centimetres by five centimetres. Mm-hmm. It's, it usually sits on my spine, at the tip of my spine, which makes it... Different, uh, different things very difficult at times, such as talking, as you can tell here. Sometimes I can't really talk. Um, like I find that walking sometimes is very difficult. I might need a wheelchair or uh, some sort of walking frame or something like that. I use. I have the. I also have a condition called hydrocephalus, which is fluid around the brain. I have that too. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yay. Um, uh, it's basically it's water in the brain and it can't escape to 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 get absorbed into the membrane of the the body, whatever it's called. Um, and it I, I have these things called shunts, where about three or four of them, and a couple in my and I've also got something in my heart. They go from my my head to my stomach, and my head to my heart. And they just drain fluid from there and make me stay alive, basically. Cool. That's, that's so nice to actually hear someone else describe it. Is that an accurate description yeah. from your experience? Yeah. Yeah. Just before the show, um, these guys had like a little high five when they both realised they had hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, well, I mean, thanks for coming, Michael. I think we're going to chuck to a song pretty quickly. Yes, Uh, so we are going to be playing uh, Old Age by East. Cool. You are on Raise the Platform on Scene 90.7. East, you're on Scene 90.7, Raise the Platform. Now we're going to go back to Amy, who's going to conduct an interview now with our special guest, Michael. Well, I think we're all... Interviewing, yeah. having a chat rather <laughs> with Michael today. Um, so again, if um, you didn't listen before Old Age and East, we have Michael 
on the show today and he is in to talk about his experience with his illness and how that kind of ties into the whole disability world, would you say? Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, before the break, Michael was kind of giving us a bit of an overview of his medical history and about what he does outside of all of that world as well. But um, we just wanted to kind of go into like what's some things that people ask you about your condition that kind of just really annoy you because I think we all have those moments. Yeah, yeah every yeah, day. It's, um, <laughs> people, things that really annoy me are like, you've probably never gotten this question, but what's your prognosis? Oh. And oh. are you terminally ill? <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of awkward. I mean, for me, on a completely different scale, I always get, so can you walk? And here's the thing, the dictionary definition of walking is to lift your legs up and down without lifting them both up at the same time so you're moving. So technically I am walking. So I'm just, I kind of want to get a dictionary out and be like, here yes. you go. I can walk, yes. Yeah. You are walking yeah. with the assistance of forearm cr- crutches. Yeah, exactly. Because you're cerebral palsy. Yeah. But it's still a form of walking. I also yeah. hate it when people say, I understand or I get it and have never mm. gone through it. And yeah. they're like, mm. um, That happens to us as well, like being in a wheelchair and they'll say, oh, I know exactly what you're going through because I was in a chair for a week. Yeah, or on crutches for yeah. three days yeah. or something. <laughs> and, I mean, I can understand what you're going through because I was in a chair for nine to ten months and yeah. I wasn't able to, I couldn't shower myself, couldn't walk. I had to have nurses and doctors take I mean, care of me nonstop. I, I think when people say that, though, just from my perspective of it, they're trying to be really empathetic, and it does yeah. come from a really sweet place. But I think there's so much... They're taking the disability, or in this case the illness, on a very surface level, and they're just looking at one layer of it. And so it's kind of hard to say, I understand, when you're only seeing yeah, and like, they don't, a visible representation. And they don't dig deep into it. Mm. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, I guess um, also we just wanted to ask, um, so how do you like juggle having an illness in like everyday life as well? I guess you just have to, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I just try to fit as much in around my illness as, because m- my illness takes up two to three days of my week, yeah. going to hospital, getting treatment, doing all the s- normal stuff you need to do to stay alive while you're, you've are you got cancer. And I've the thing is, I've always had cancer, so that's a normal thing for me. Mm. I've had it since I was five years old, so I don't know anything other than cancer. Um, so what kinds of treatment do you get? So I like got, chemotherapy? Uh, chemotherapy, radiation, um, steroids, and basically... And I'm they're thinking of starting another treatment called immunotherapy, but that's cost five hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow. <laughs> um yeah, but also we should just quickly mention because we are talking about illness today, if you need any support while we do talk about this, you can contact Lifeline on one three one 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 four. Um, just if you need to have a bit of a chat, I guess. Yeah. Actually a great service. Also Kids Helpline one eight hundred Double five one eight hundred. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting because outside of your medical treatment, you volunteer with the ambulance. Yes, you I do. have a. Am I getting this right? A diploma of film and photography. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's really cool. And one thing that I love about working on Raise the Platform 
is that we don't just focus on the disability or the illness. We also like talk about our interests outside of that because there's yeah. that's I think that's also part of having a disability or an illness is also like having because everyone has interests, I guess is what yes. I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, just different um, interests. Yeah, and sometimes people try and like define you by your condition, but people yeah. do. I've been uh, during high school I was known as for the first couple of years I was known as that cancer kid. Ooh. And that sick kid. Yeah. The kid in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, those labels are a bit annoying. I um so you just want to be known as just Michael, no yeah. exactly. Any pejorative of nicknames or Exactly. Exactly. I, I just wanted to be Michael. That's why I tried my hardest to just be Michael and not let anyone put me down. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a pretty good way to deal with things. Um I think we're going to go to a song. Yeah. Yes. It is The Ruins and Open Up Your Soul. This is a Sweet 16, so you'll be hearing this throughout the week on Sin. You are listening to Raise the Platform. Woo! The Ruins Open Up Your Soul on Sin 90.7 Raise the Platform. Um, so tell us about uh, volunteering at St. John's and how you got involved. So I just I saw it online. Um, I was at the hospital and there was an advert for like parents and that and I saw it online and thought oh I'm over 18 let's give it a shot see if I get in so I talked to my friends about it and we had all decided to do it together so I have now have five friends in St John um, so I went for an interview and I put all my application in I wrote about a couple of thousand words application and thousand words that's a lot that's a lot of words <laughs> I couldn't write that many words and <laughs> They uh, they called me up, said, come for an interview. Did the interview. I thought I failed at it because there were doctors, nurses, yeah. all, that, all the high-tech people there, and they were going for the same job. And Luckily, I was me and about four others only got in, and the others didn't get called up, even though, yeah. yeah. And then I got sent to my division, which is an area that you're set to look after, mm-hmm. and I'm, I look after... Oh, just say the northern suburbs of Melbourne. Okay. I'm not going to say exactly where, but... <laughs> so how long have you been doing that? Since March. Oh, cool. And they give us a full uniform. We have a St. John's logos, first aid kits, medications. So. Cool. You also um, helped out at the Melbourne Marathon earlier yeah, this did. year, um, didn't you? I did. It was... We had... It was basically the 42, as you know, marathon's 42 kilometres. So it started the MCG and it went down to the, I think, with the beach and back. Was that the one a few weeks ago? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I did, uh, Rosie and I did the uh, 10 kilometres. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did until I had some malfunctionings with my uh, wheelchair. But, uh, oh, no. Oh. A little thing called the wheel. The yeah, wheel. my uh, right caster wheel fell off. Fell off. Oh, that's with the like a kilometre to go. Yeah. 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 So I was like just making the turn to go into the MCG oh, and it nice. falls off. So I had like wasted like half an hour trying to get it back on again. That's no fun. And you were trying. I was trying. I was trying hard. Like, Um, I would have done it in, like, you know, an hour and 20, but I got, like, it was... It was over, I think that's a reasonable, like, excuse, though, to be like, (laughs) I didn't finish because my wheel fell off. I, um... 
I didn't do a marathon or I didn't do the marathon, but I had someone push me for a five kilometer. I'm calling it a marathon, but a five kilometer. I call it a marathon and I only did 10. (laughs) One of the mini ones. um, And they were pushing me the whole way and it was for something. And my poor mum, I was only about 11 or 12 at the time. And they pushed me the whole five kilometers. We realized at the end, my tires were flat. Oh no. (laughs) They felt the whole time. Yeah, my mum felt so bad. And, um, yeah, I I was like, mum, what's what's wrong? Because obviously, like, I was all excited. We got the medal and, like, everyone was like, yay, we've done the whole five. And my mum was just like, whoops. <laughs> but, no, it was, a, it was a good day. And the person who pushed me was, you know, really lovely about it. And we had a great time. And, yeah. But, whoops. <laughs> Wow, I like, I've done like a few like gym sessions with like mm. pump, like unpumped top ties, and it's like really hard, mm. really hard to do. So, like, doing five kilometers, yeah, just sounds whoops, ridiculous, whoops. Um, but yeah, so you were helping out medically, yes. With... I'm not allowed to really allowed to tell you what we were doing, yeah, yeah, obviously, that's confidentiality, but obviously, I'm. I can tell you that there were a lot of patients. Yeah, because obviously it's a huge marathon. It's a huge event. Um, also, a couple of weeks ago, it was really, really funny. We all know, like, the Bulldogs were in the grand final and it was very Ooh. historic. Um, <laughs> I'm a Sydney supporter. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> I'm a Sydney supporter. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying... I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about grand the win. I'm just, I'm just saying that it was... Historic that they made it to the grand final, Alex. Yes, it um, was. And so the that week, there every week, of, obviously they do the footy show, and um, this was the big week, and everyone it was at Rod Labor Arena, and right next door was the Five Seconds of Summer concert, I which I went to, and it was really funny because Michael was on the medical crew at the footy show while <laughs> I was at the Five Seconds of Summer concert, and we could like he was crossing the hall in between. Yeah, because it was this, it was this. Um, there was only nine people rostered that night, and we had to look after three stadiums: the tennis centre, the Lord yeah. Arena, and the Margaret Court, Margaret Court Arena. Arena. So he was running. I don't know what, what was on at High Sense that. So it was a night. very fun and busy night. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really funny because um, he saw a bit of the Five Seconds of Summer concert, and I was like, "I thought you were at the Footy Show," and he's like, "I was everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was good. Not t- too bad. The whole tennis centre complex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a big place. It was. It is. Very big. Mm. Um, yeah. And obviously, I don't know. I was going to say something and it just it went away. Should we go to the next song? I think we should. I think we should go to the next song. So the next song, we actually saw these guys the last two nights and they're amazing. Wait, you saw them two nights in a row? Yes. Okay, Yeah, cool. so we saw them first in Mornington and then in San Remo last night. And uh, they gave us a little shout-out uh, in their set, you know, that we're from Raise the Platform. So that Ooh. was really exciting, and I got to film for them. <laughs> so uh, this is Racket uh, with their song Bats. So I hope you enjoy it, because I really do. Uh, you are on Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. Welcome back to Raise the Platform. That was Racket and Bats. You are with myself, Jaden, Alex, Alex, Amy, and a special guest, Michael, we are talking about il- his illness, his his cancer, and how it's transitioned him having a number of disabilities throughout his life. Cool. 
Um, yeah, and just before we continue, I just want to point out again that if this conversation like raises any kind of things that you want to have a chat about, you can contact Lifeline on one three one 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 four or Kids Helpline on one eight hundred five five one eight hundred. So yeah, they're always great for a chat about this sort of stuff. I think. Yes. Um, so if you've just tuned in, we're talking to Michael today. Um, he's talking about his illness, but for a second, we just, we want to like leave the illness and disability world a little bit. Um, you have a diploma in photography and film. Yes, I do. I got it. I got it in 2015. Very cool. Can you tell us a bit about it? I started it in two years beforehand, so 2013, and I did, uh, basically, I got went, was it one it was one day a week at on campus and then I had a couple of units to do at home. Yeah. So I had to make a film, I had to do photography and just basically improve my skills and then learn about all the technical stuff that goes along with it. Cool. So what is it like your favorite style or genre of film? I I like making horror films actually. <laughs> I'm not really and into Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween, Halloween on Monday. Monday. Yeah, it is Halloween on Monday, isn't it? Yeah. Do you have a favourite horror film? Um, I'll, uh, probably The Visit. I have I've never heard of that. I I don't like horror films. I don't like me. I don't like horror films either. And I feel like like the shorter the title, the scarier or, the movie. Or, or, the, yeah. or a classic one is um, what's it called? The Shining. Of the yeah, Johnny. I can't, I can't watch that one. I um, I've seen like clips of it on TV. Like I'll be because it's on TV a couple of times a year, and I'll like flick through it and I'll start to watch it because it's a beautifully made film. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, exactly. Who's an amazing director and the photographer. Was. It was. Was. Yeah. Um. And um, but his work still stands. Obviously, amazing. Um, and so I'll watch it and it's beautifully shot and then I'll realise what it is and I'll be like, no, scary, 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 scary. Because <laughs> um, I just, I can't handle horror. I um, The scariest I kind of go is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Aww. That's about oh, yeah. what I can I was made handle. to like watch Chucky films. I love oh, Chucky. No. And I think it was like maybe the fifth one mm. and the ending uh, just completely scared the absolute producers out of me. And I was almost in tears. Oh, no. But um, it, every time I see, like, a trailer on TV mm. for a horror movie, I instantly close my eyes. Yeah. There, there were those really scary trailers for the Paranormal Activity movies oh, a couple of yeah. years ago. They used to freak me out. And I, I got afraid for a while because you know how they always do it in the cinema? I got afraid that, like, I'd be in one of those cinemas that, like, they're trying to advertise the horror movie. I remember that when that came out, they had like a limited release in America, and I think if it got to like a hundred, I think it was after it got a certain number of screens or grossed a certain number of dollars, it would get a nationwide release and it spawned four films. Yeah, it's still incredible. Like they're, I'm sure they're well made. Mo- they they have to be. They're so popular, but they're just, I can't handle it. So um, so you like horror? What's your favourite type of photography? I love to do portrait photography. Okay, um, that's cool. Um, and I've got my all my equipment at home, and I do it on the weekends. If I get a job, I go out with my my camera bag, my 
nice lights and backdrop and stuff and just go do photography for people who ask. Cool. Good. I enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about, during my course, I did face a little bit of discrimination from having a disability. Mm. I was told because I can't have very low vision sometimes, yeah. you know, all the time, that I wasn't suited by the people who, not going to say where I did the course, but I wasn't suited for the course. Mm. So I kind but of fought that and I ended up finishing all the work. and then Yeah, and I think we've had this discussion on the show a few times. There's so much technology now that can help people kind of adapt their equipment. Actually, just yesterday, I don't know if you guys knew this, but... Um, Apple announced an accessibility website, so they've got a whole website dedicated to how you can accessibly use their products. Um, we have a Yay. ghost in the studio, and her <laughs> eyes just kind of lit up. Um, yeah, yeah, Rosie is our resident ghost, if you haven't heard. Yeah, and um, they've announced a whole accessibility portal that's kind of like... About. So exciting. And then there's obviously, I think we've talked about him a couple of times on the show, but there's James Rath, who's a filmmaker with very low vision, and he uses technology to kind of beat that barrier, I guess, in making his films as well. Um, yeah, I think I think that's, it's unfortunate that happened, but I think there are so many ways around that. I ended up completing the course. Or yeah, exactly. With your low vision, is it... Both eyes or only Just one eye? I, one eye is worse than the other. Okay. Like, my left eye is technically blind, and my right eye is okay, but not the best. Yeah. So yeah. you only... For, so for... No, wait, the other way around. Right eye is blind, left eye is okay. So in technical speak, you can only see with one eye? Basically, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... Uh, Again, I still don't think that's a barrier these days when no. it comes to making film and photography. Yeah, no. Because there's like so. my my camera, just speaking from my experience, has a great like viewfinder and a zoom and kind exactly. of everything you can do to kind of adapt those kinds of things. And even if you need, you can get extended viewfinders which come out and make the picture larger. Exactly. Um, so. I guess just one more question. I just said question really weirdly. I was like, question. <laughs> um, for for film, you've said you're into horror, but what's your favourite film of all time? Finding Dory. Finding Dory. That's <laughs> such a good <laughs> film. I have not watched that, but although I have wanted to. Yeah. Well, I did see the Finding Nemo when I was, what, eight, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just have you seen Finding Dory? I have. Yes. I um I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to be very very vague. <laughs> but I would say it's a great film for people with disability when yeah. you look at all the characters. Yeah. And, um, it's. I definitely think there's a little bit of discrimination in the movie, like with some of the characters. Maybe, but but there's a lot of good representation. Yeah, maybe well. I. The directors have kind of spoken about that because it's been asked and they had some very good responses that I can't remember <laughs> right now but um, I would agree um, but overall I think the representation is really good and Ellen's just so funny in it yes, I love Ellen she is generous. a funny woman I was watching mm. her show yesterday mm. uh, and I should have been doing a whole lot of other things but uh, I had but to watch her show but you always stop and watch her um, great funny woman and I think yeah I think it's a good 
film. I also really like, just on terms of like movies that are really good and being inclusive, Zootopia was also brilliant. If anyone, I haven't seen, seen that. that one yet. I highly, I highly recommend that one. It both those films have a really strong theme of inclusiveness and community, and I just think they're great. And on that note, we are going to go to Bleach Girls Like You. Is that? No, Stonefield. Stonefield. Stonefield Eyes. There you go. You just heard what the song after that is too. (laughs) Sneak peek. We we snuck ahead there. This is your listen to Sin 90.7, Raise the Platform. That was Stonefield with Eyes here on Raise the Platform, Sin (laughs) 90.7. You are listening today on Saturday, October 29th. You're listening to Alex, Jaden, myself, Amy, and our special guest, Michael. Um, Today, we've been talking about, like, illness and disability and all that stuff. But I feel like a second ago, or about two songs ago, we were talking about horror movies. I feel like we forgot to mention that Halloween is here. It's here. Um, Raise the Platform actually has a resident ghost. Who is very excited that it's <laughs> Halloween because I believe Alex and said ghost Miss Rosie are going to a dress up for Halloween and Yeah, well we're kind of hosting. It's it just ended up at our place. So uh Yay Yay Yeah <laughs> Halloween party. I feel like Halloween's only really taken off in Australia in the last couple of years. Yeah, because it's originally an American it- People, and people complain, oh, it's an American thing. Why is there so many yeah. people? Yeah, I don't think I've really ever celebrated Halloween. I've probably done it once and because uh, I was at a trivia night and we had a Halloween-themed okay. trivia night and I won the Halloween costume. Ooh, Ooh. nice. What did you dress as? Uh, it was like a zombie, but I uh, actually won by scaring the waitress because I bought fake blood. Oh no! And I put it in my mouth, and when I was, I was like ordering food. That's commitment. So I was sort of dribbling out blood while I was <laughs> ordering food, and she oh, kind of freaked no. out. Less table. Yeah, it it wasn't too bad. That's, I think it was just cornflour. That's commitment to the yeah. to the cause, though. Like, yeah, I'm I'm glad you won after that. Yeah. Um, but I think actually someone uh, after the trivia night asked me if I was actually on crutches or that it was just a prop. Oh. Because I was a zombie and, yeah, you know, my, my clothes were like all ripped and, and bloodied yeah. and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that um, was funny. So I, um, when I was little, our neighbourhood kind of picked up on Halloween a bit earlier. and um, But it was in the way that I think we had some people from overseas, America and Canada, in our neighbourhood, so it kind of got all around all the kids and we thought it was a cool idea. What we had to do before it was kind of a bigger thing was the week before Halloween, our parents would make us walk around the neighbourhood and put notes in people's letterboxes. Next week is Halloween. Please be aware <laughs> there will be kids um, walking around asking for lollies and for candy and all that. And I remember this one year there was this one household that really got into it and they had like this amazing they all dressed up as like ghosts and they were waiters and they lifted like I guess you can tell I've been watching MasterChef because I know what this is called um the cloche off the plate and they had in America they 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 just call it domes yeah I'm not sure but I believe it's it's called a cloche I believe it's called a cloche and underneath I just remember this 
as a kid, one of them, it was like a fake table, and one of them had their heads through the table, and around them was like jelly snakes, but they were rats. They were like in the shape of rats. And it was was scary, but it was like, it was so cool. And I kind of think like, you know, it wasn't that big then that they, the fact that they got so into it and made it so immersive for us kids was really, really fun. Um, but yeah, I just remember we had to go around and put notes in their mailboxes like the week before because one year like someone forgot and they felt really bad and I remember we sat on their porch like drinking apple juice because that's all they had oh, to no. give us. I that. Yeah, like it was great, but they just felt really bad about it. So the I don't know, I hope it's still a tradition back in that neighbourhood that the kids go around and give notes because that's kind of cute. Yeah. And um. Yeah. I don't think I've ever trick-or-treated. No. Because I don't really celebrate Halloween. But you're throwing a Halloween party. But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just for, you know, just for fun. We don't actually make it really traditional, like, Halloween party and, you know, go out and get lollies. I also... um, Have fun. (laughs) that um, there's... It always goes a bit viral on Facebook, but some parents in America particularly, they, like, dress up their kids' wheelchairs. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Yeah, I saw um, a wheelchair that was, like, the Batmobile. Yeah, and Mm. I saw one earlier that was, like, the Ghostbusters car. And I'm like, that is so awesome. Um, And, yeah, I've also, on a completely different note, just because it's in my head, um, I've noticed Mean Girls costumes are really popular this year. (laughs) That's the we best may movie. see a lot of Regina George's. Yes. <laughs> That's a great Is it movie. bad that I've only saw, seen Mean Girls like two weeks ago? No, <laughs> I think it's a classic. Like, it's one of my favourites. First movies. time I watched it two weeks ago, it was like, this is a classic. Yeah, yeah it's. it's um, sequel's not that great. I've seen that a few movie. times. I haven't seen the sequel. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Have you guys seen White Chicks? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I just. I think Halloween's finally kind of taking off in Australia. Um, I also I read this thing called like lazy Halloween costumes for when like you've kind of forgotten that it's Halloween. Yeah. And um, it was online, and I just remember one that stuck in my head was being a sim. So they have like the green diamond over there, oh, wow. <laughs> over their head, and I thought that is so clever and like in it in in it. What's the, in it? Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I didn't get it out either. And um, I just think like those really simple costumes are really really cool, like quote unquote lazy costumes. I remember I did trick or treat as a kid, and my friend showed up at my place, and she got one of her old school uniforms, and she ripped it and had blood, and I hadn't dressed up, and she's like, I thought we were gonna go trick or treating, and I was like. Oh, I didn't realise I just invited you to hang out and I didn't have a costume so there was this video game that I used to play that I don't remember the name of right now but there was this one line in it and it's always stuck with me so whoever wrote it, credit to them, this is what I said when the parents answered the door. So knock, 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 they answer the door, trick or treat, there's my friend all dressed up and they're like, and what are you dressed up as? And I'm like... I'm dressed up as me because I'm so scary that the boogeyman's scared of me. <laughs> and like I just and then like there was another one I was like 12 or 13 at the time so I said I'm a parent I came up with this one I think I'm a parent's worst nightmare a teenager. Oh. <laughs> oh. And so like I just came up with all these like lighters as to why I kind of cuz I looked I looked like the kid who hadn't put in any effort cuz you got my friend all dressed up. <laughs> so yeah. 
but that was that was my Halloween <laughs> or treating experience. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna go to Kimbra with nobody but you. No, no, no. What are we going to? Oh, nah, Blair girls like you. That's the one. I'm um, <laughs> yeah. I'm today's not my day for songs, <laughs> but um, you're listening to Raise the Platform on Sin ninety point seven. Welcome uh, back to that, Raise the Platform. Yes, that was uh, Bleach Girls with Like You and it's a Sweet 16 for this week. Woo! Yay. Uh, yeah, the Sweet 16 is always so good and it's always new tracks that I don't know. So I love <laughs> like learning, like getting attached to artists and like learning about their like. I actually really songs. liked some of the Sweet 16 since starting here in July. I've actually yeah. liked some of the tracks on yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so cool that um, all these songs, you can learn about cool new artists and all of that. And obviously you can listen to the Sunday Sweets is the Sweet 16 show if you want to hear more of those. It's on Sundays 5 till 7 on Sin. There we go. There we go. Um, I believe our resident ghost used to be involved with them for a while as well. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we were just talking about like Halloween and how... Halloween's coming up. Um, I guess just quick fire question round. We've got Alex, Jaden, Michael, and myself, Amy, here today. Um, if you could dress up as anything for Halloween, what would you dress up as? Oh, um, I've been really trying. When uh, when I was doing the trivia night, I was trying to do the uh, zombie bride. Yeah. So I went out and tried to find a wedding dress to uh, to wear. But uh, that's that's trying to kind of be my goal, and I just never got around to it. And like you know, Halloween's kind of this weekend, so mm. it uh, just never never happened. What about you, Jaden? I don't have a clue. <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure at all. Michael? Um, I'd probably go as a, a robot, but that's that's the funny that's the funny thing is I'm I have all these mechanical devices in me because of my illness. So I always say I'm part cyborg. <laughs> Very cool. I think um, if I could go as, like, anyone, just because I think this would be an incredibly hard costume to make, but I'm sure someone's done it and someone's done it really well, is Lisa Simpson. But I just feel like that yeah. costume would be really hard to pull off. Definitely. Um, You'd probably have to, like, paint yourself yellow. But the spiky <laughs> hair as yeah. well, and like not not making her look scary in real life, because I yeah. feel like um, the Simpsons characters, as good as they look animated in like person, I think they're a bit of a strange shape. Um, mm. I, but I yeah, Lisa Simpson probably. I remember. I think they broke the fourth wall in an episode yeah. of The Simpsons when they said, "But where does when Bart says, oh, but where does my hair start?" And he tries to find his hairline. <laughs> And then Lisa starts trying yeah. to find her hairline and that. And they freak out about what's their skull. Oh, you've seen that? Their, yeah, it's <laughs> such a good show, such a classic. Also, their Halloween shows are always really good. They always date back to really, um, well, not always, but some of them date back to really old horror stories. The Raven. Sorry? Quoth the Raven. Who's yeah. <laughs> uh, Edgar Allan Poe and the Raven yeah. and yeah, Homer Simpson. Um, did a little story on that, but yeah, I just, I remember there was one Simpsons episode where Bart, like, had, um, this whole experience, and he was in a creepy world, and it scared me as a kid, um, <laughs> so there, yeah, 
I think that would be my costume. And I guess one final Halloween question to end the show because Halloween is coming up. Um, favorite lolly or candy? Um, ooh, I'm not very. I'm not a very big lolly person. Yeah, sugar overloads just don't work with me. <laughs> um, but I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I've got a bit of a chocolate craving right now, so I'll go with like a Mars bar or something. Yeah, chocolate. Yeah. Probably Skittles. <laughs> I'd say flake and snakes. Cool. Snakes Diverse range. Well. Yeah, we have to snakes. We snakes. Yeah. So um, I think. We just kind of want to thank Michael for coming on the show Thanks today. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can check that out on our social medias. Um, where We are facebook.com slash raise the platform. Yeah, just type raise the platform raise in the raise the platform. Raise. And at RTPSYN on Twitter. And is it the same on Instagram? Instagram is just uh, raise the platform raise yeah. as well. Yeah. And um, we've been talking about illness and disability today. If you need to have a bit of a chat, about that, you can call Lifeline on 131114 or Kids Helpline on 1800-55-1800. Thank you so much for coming in today, Michael. Thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. We will yeah. see or we will talk to you guys again <laughs> next week. <laughs> next Saturday, 4 to 5. Woo! Woo. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.